0: Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate, and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Hello, and welcome to your weekly dose of the Rise Higher Experience. This week is all about relationships, and when something isn't working in your relationship, when something doesn't feel good, perhaps you're wondering whether to stay or leave, perhaps there's disconnection, perhaps there's no intimacy, there could have even been infidelity or the thought of infidelity, then this episode is for you. So often when couples approach me, or even somebody on their own who is just desperate and searching for help, They come asking for help with the other person, which is great. So they recognise the need, they know something doesn't feel good anymore and they want to do something about it. So that is an amazing place to be. And what we're going to go through today is who the priority is, who we work on first and why we do that, because it's not who you may think. And it's really important because in traditional counselling and traditional therapy, the work is always to talk. So to talk and talk about what the problem is with the person that is having the problem. And whilst there's some benefit to this, to it helps us realise what's going on, it helps us realise what we're thinking and what we're feeling, it doesn't often get to the root cause of the problem. That is why a lot of people who approach me have done other types of quite famous courses out there and they come to me because it hasn't worked and it hasn't gone deep enough. And when a couple get to a place or an individual of enough is enough, that is when we are ready to make the deep and profound changes. So how do we do this? Because if traditional counselling doesn't work, where we talk about the problem, if the courses we've done and the books we've read haven't helped, how do we do it? And we do it through, my method is called the inside out method. And it's inside out because in any relationship, whether that's with our intimate partner, our parents, Neighbours, colleagues at business, in work, whatever the relationship is, it starts with us. So the work is always on the inside out. And it's funny because a couple that has just finished with me today, this morning, they have just completed the 13 week liberation program. And at the beginning, there was disconnection between them and disconnection with their daughter, and when we touched on the fact that we had to work on them separately first, so we worked on them, we had separate sessions, and then we came together and did couple sessions, it's because they were starting to understand that the reason the child was being impacted was because of their relationship but you couldn't just look at the effects of what was happening in that relationship without going to the root cause first, which is something inside of them. Something inside of them that is making them act, think, speak, perceive, believe, do whatever they're doing, running whatever programs and patterns they're running over and over and over again. We have to go deep and find out what it is in them, what are they bringing to the table? What are they not? What are they giving? What are they not? Like I always say in the Course in Miracles, it says, only what you are not giving in any, can be lacking. Let me say that again. Only what you are not giving can be lacking in any situation. So here is the first point that that can feel hard to take in. And when I looked at my clients in the eyes on one of the first or second sessions and I said, it starts with you, that's hard to take in because we don't want it to be our fault. It's so much easier to blame the other person, to blame the child. The child's always kicking off or to blame the other, the other partner because of something they do. If they stop doing that, then I will be happy. When they behave like this, it makes me unhappy, it makes me angry. So any action, any reaction we have based on somebody's action, that's up to us. When we can take 100% responsibility for how we act in a situation, that's when we have the power to change it. So like I said in the immersion that we, we go through separately, It's a case of looking at what is that person bringing to the table or not? What baggage do we bring? We've all got it. What do we bring to the table? What are we leaving out as well? What are we leaving out? What are we not giving? Are there times when we're not giving love? Can we not physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually get to that place where we can give the person in front of us love, let them off the hook, accept them for who they are? How can we not access that place? And I always say that remove the blocks and life takes off. And that's why for me, I spent tens of thousands of pounds, so many years on traditional counselling, talking about my problem, talking about my problem, problems with an S. We've got more than one, haven't we? Talking about them, analyzing them. Now some of that is good. We need to do some of that. We have to talk. We have to get some of it out but that's not where the magic happens. So let's go through the five points in my book More Than A Mindset. So if you've already gone through this, this will be a really good recap and if you've not then you're in for an extra special treat. So the first one in the inside out model is all about the body and breathing. Why is the breath so important? Why can that help us? Why, how can that help my relationship with my child or my partner? It almost sounds crazy. Is this woman on mushrooms or something? What is she talking about? So the breath is a key indicator to what is going on in the mind. So most of the time we are operating in a constant state of fight or flight. So somebody only has to do something small to trigger us and we can react, we can really fly off the handle. And they say that even mild annoyance signifies inner rage and we leak, we leak what is going on inside of us. So if you are ever in a situation where your partner, your husband, your wife, your daughter, your child, your son triggers you and they do something like not getting ready quick enough in the morning or having a tantrum in the middle of a cafe or your partner doesn't tidy up or leaves things out on the worktop or something doesn't empty the dishwasher, whatever it might be. If we get triggered by that and we get angry, then normally we say it's something that they're doing and whilst they may be doing something and they could potentially change their behavior because it might not be a great habit that they're in, it's up to us how we respond. So if we get angry at the traffic or angry at a situation, that can be a leak and it shows what is going on inside of us at a deeper level. So it's good to monitor it, it's good to, that's why journaling can be good because we can start to see the patterns. So the breath, if it's in a constant state of fight or flight, it's a reflection of what is going on in the mind. So if our minds are full of fear, anxiety, concern, depression, whatever is going on in there, our breath will reflect it. So if we're in a nice state of rest and digest then our breath will be nice and flowing into our tummy just like a baby. If you watch a child's belly breathe on the inhale it it moves out beautifully it expands so nicely and on the exhale it releases and lets go. Now we could do that as well but Because of a lot of the time we can be triggered and we can be in that anxiety, fear, fight or flight, our breath is quite shallow and rapid and generally into the tops of our chests. So this doesn't help us on any level. It doesn't help us think clearly. It doesn't help us rest and digest food. Our elimination can be off. It can affect periods. It can affect our mood. Our thoughts can be racing. You wouldn't think, would you, that your breath can change your life, but it can. The breath is what brings us into the world and our breath is what takes us out of the world. It gives us our life force every single breath and we get it, which we don't realize, do we? We get it from the trees. So all of the trees around us that give off all of this oxygen, we get our breath through that. So we're breathing in nature And if we take that big inhale into our tummies, exhale, release and let go. There's so much power in the exhale. The exhale, a slow and long exhale tells every cell in our body that we are safe. So our body, our organs, our cells, our tissues all feel that safety. They all feel that rest. And a lot of the detox of our body happens through the exhale. So this is why, yes, we need to come together as a couple and work out what is going on. Or if it's somebody that comes to me on their own, we need to look at what is going on. We need to talk through the timeline. We need to find out what they've been through. The breath can help switch the mind off off that race, off that roller coaster and it almost sounds, if you're anything like me when I first learned about the power of the breath, it just sounded far too simple. I just thought something that simple cannot be that profound, it can't make that much of a difference but it does, I promise you and it helps if you stick a little sticky note, a little post-it note on your phone or your laptop something that you see every day. It can just have the breath word on, it can just have a a letter B on if you don't want anybody at work to know what it means and it's a little gentle reminder to breathe and the power of the breath gives us the power of the pause. So when we are next in a situation where we could be triggered. We might receive a letter, a phone call, a text, some news. We might be triggered by our partner, our parents, our kids, life in general, the news, whatever. It gives us the power of the pause, where in the past, we might have reacted and gone straight into our predominant thought patterns. Even if they're not healthy, we go straight into them but the power of the pause through the breath gives us that split second and it's such a small moment in time, it gives us that power to react differently. And that is a game changer. So the second part of the book is all about the mind and the meditation. So once we have brought our nervous system down slightly through the breath, we can then get into a calmer state of meditation much more easily. When we're in this calm state of meditation, the secret here is not to clear our minds of all thoughts. That is never going to happen. The whole point of meditation is to go right down, sink down below all of the thoughts, let them be, Whatever's going to come up will come up, whatever thoughts are going to be there. The more we focus on the thoughts, the more we'll get. The aim is to sink down deep right to the very core, right to the very center of our minds. Now when we've done the breath work first, we are telling ourselves that we're safe, that we're good, everything's okay. And then we can be within our body much more easily then we're much more likely to be receptive to meditation and when you close your eyes and you go within you can feel your breath. You can feel your breath move through your body and start to change your state and then your mind follows and then you've got this beautiful harmony between your breath and your mind and that comes a profound meditation now it doesn't need to last for 40 minutes or even 20 minutes at a time it can be a few moments at a time you know when you're about to go into a meeting whether it's a zoom meeting or a face-to-face one or you're about to go on a car journey and you don't know where you're going and it can stress you out or you're about to stand up and do public speaking you can do this tool beforehand and breathe and just do a quick short meditation going within with your breath and it changes your state. So if you're triggered in the morning when you're trying to get a toddler out the door and they don't want to go out and you've got to get to work and you feel that anxiety building up, you can just do a few deep breaths, go within and you change your state, you change your reaction therefore you have the power within you to change anything in your life because you can change your state first and again it's much easier to think if the child would just get ready on time or if my husband would just start doing this or if they would stop doing that but we have the power within us and this is how we access it through the breath through the mind the meditation the third part in the book is all about the heart so a lot of the time when we're in a relationship with somebody whoever that might be think of any relationship what relationship comes to mind that is the one that is the one you should work on so whatever relationship has just come to mind it can be really difficult in moments in a lot of moments to actually access that place within us where there is love and actually give love to other people? Have you noticed that it can be much easier to give hate, anger, resentment, judgment, blame, criticism, condemnation, all of these negative thoughts? It's so much easier to drop into what we think somebody isn't doing and how somebody isn't good enough than actually how magnificent they are. How crazy is that? How crazy is it? Whether we've been trained by the world and the craziness that's going on outside the world, outside in the world, or whether it's how we have interpreted the world to be to keep us safe. We look out onto other people and we almost project what is going on inside of us. We feel what is going on within us and we see it around us. So if we're not feeling great inside, if we don't like ourselves, if we judge ourselves, if we put ourselves down, if we complain, criticise ourselves, then that is what we will do outside of ourselves. And love starts within us. Yet if we struggle to give it to other people, so in a, in, imagine an intimate relationship now where the two people aren't connected, it's highly likely that they've got into unhealthy patterns that they can't see and can't break on their own. So talking about it won't just necessarily get us there, we've got to bypass it we've got to really go deep and bypass it. There is so much hate we hold around our hearts and it's about clearing it out through that forgiveness, through letting it all go, through clearing it all out and then we start to feel a deeper part of us come alive And this is the fourth area of the book which I call the spirit. Nothing esoteric, it's our spirit so we're either, we either have high spirits or we have low spirits. In terms of, I don't mean spirits as in something crazy, I mean spirit as in our disposition, how we feel in any given moment. So do we feel dispirited? Do we feel full of joy or not? And our spirit, we can impact our spirit by everything we've talked about so far and then doing the work, asking for help and doing the work required, knowing that it's an inside out job. So the whole model is all about inside out and if in a relationship the priority is on fixing the other person or on the other person, the priority should be on you you are the priority in any relationship, you getting into a great state before you even meet the first person in the day, before you even think about somebody, before you enter a meeting, before you have a phone call, before you meet your clients, you getting into a great state first, that's your power, that's your superpower and then from that, from that place of letting go of the blame, and wanting somebody else to change in order for you to be happy and that's why we get stuck in relationships and in cycles and we just can't seem to get out of the pattern is because we then shut down and we don't really see it in this way but it's like our soul has shut down because if we're not thinking with love if we cannot see the good in somebody else then we don't feel good and then we wonder why we don't feel good. So we start to spend so much time and energy trying to fix why we don't feel good. Have you ever bought things, gone out there, got material items, done everything else you possibly can to make yourself feel happy on the outside, achieved things, gone to places, and still felt deeply unhappy on the inside. And I read a book last night, and I literally just flicked it open, and it talked about how there is so much attention on the outside of a, for example, of a woman's body, but you could say the same for a man's body, you know, on how sexy or not the body looks. And then it talked about, so this is relevant to women, after childbirth, you can see the changes in a woman's body and how society thinks that that doesn't look good anymore but on the inside it's missing all of the beauty of that woman on the inside, the wisdom she's now got, what she's achieved. So it was talking about how the breasts were a lot different after breastfeeding and how you know I I saw a sign for um to have work done on yourself after, after having a child, you know, like surgery type work to get yourself back to pre-baby state, which is fine as long as it's not overlooking the beauty and the depth and the wisdom and the intuition and the gorgeousness, for want of a better word, through what that woman has experienced and been through and done and achieved so it's almost like yes the breast might not be perfect right now but look at the depth of character inside of that woman and that's why it's all about inside out work and whether it's a person on their own an individual or whether it's a couple we always start On your own, it's on you first. When you can work on yourself and go deep and do the work and change from the inside out, magic happens. I've seen it again today with the clients where, again, the first session, he's doing this, she's doing that. Parents were involved, children were involved, everybody else was doing everything else. And 13 weeks later, obviously they got this along the way, but the difference within 13 weeks is like, oh yeah, when we work as a team, when we change ourselves, when we realise we're that powerful, we set our values, we work by them, we lead from the inside out, that's when life changes. And one of the things I love about the course is that it talks about how we're all connected. So even if, and that's how when you pray about somebody or when you forgive somebody, they might not ever know you've done the work, like consciously, but subconsciously people know because all minds are joined, we're all one. And it's hard to get your head round in a way you can sometimes get there through meditation. But it's all energy. And when you take that charge away from somebody. And instead of placing the blame on somebody else. You take hold of it. And you're like right okay what is my part in this? What is it that I am giving or not giving? What do I need to clean up inside of me? And... I know you might be thinking but it's been this way for so long how can it ever possibly change and it can. It can do the moment you are willing to go deep, to do the work, to really feel the feelings, accept your part in it, accept the bits that you didn't do, and the bits that you did do, and then do the work to create the opposite. It doesn't matter how long it's been. It doesn't matter how painful it's been. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter how much pain you're in right now. It can happen. We have got that power within us. We're sort of sold the idea that we're not that powerful. That's where the depression can come from, the anxiety and the fear because we then buy into that and then somebody telling us that we're actually the opposite and that we're that powerful, we can change everything seems like craziness but it's the experience. So all of my work is about the experience and you know what? Somebody somebody said to me today, I feel like I don't need to carry on on onto the next course because I feel like we're in such a great place. Now that, to a coach, is music to my ears because I don't coach people to get them dependent on me. I coach them to get dependent upon themselves. That is the key. To depend on yourself, to rely on yourself, to know your strength, your worth to know you have the power within you, to create a different set of circumstances and experiences. Your mind might be screaming at you right now that it's too late, there's too much gone on, you're in too much pain, you don't know what's gone on, I've tried all this before and it's not worked. Well, with respect, if you haven't done it consistently, if you haven't done it with somebody that's been there that's been to the darkest places, that's learnt this theory over and over again and it's only when the penny finally drops, somebody is there to keep you accountable, to hold your hand through it, then you come out the other side a better, stronger, wiser person, more connected to your intuition, to your wisdom, to the strength inside of you it's almost like you become a butterfly and you leave that cocoon behind. It's almost like, imagine coming out of the cocoon, leaving it behind and you come out as that butterfly. That is what's possible. So the keys here, keys, there are definitely more than one, is to know That the first priority isn't your partner, your husband, your wife, your kids, your parents, neighbours, anybody else. The priority is you. The second point is to remember that you have the power within you to change anything. The third key is to know that if you do not feel love inside of your heart right now for anybody, whether it's for yourself, for somebody else, for life, then that can change. And the fourth point is consistent work from the inside out. Sometimes it can feel like one step forwards, five step back. Sometimes it can feel like two steps forward and one step back. It's not a linear journey, but it's all progress. And this is where the magic happens. So let's lock in everything that we've just gone through. As you know, I am all about the experience. Personally, I feel it's a blend. We need to talk. We need to find out what is going on. But we need to take the right action. And the right action right now is to use everything that we've just learned, everything that we've just talked about and listened to and really embrace it really take it into every cell through a visualisation and let's feel it in our souls so if it's safe for you find somewhere where it's nice and comfy and you won't be disturbed and we can go straight into the visualisation now or come back to it if you're driving or if you're jumping out of a plane maybe not do it now and as always these visualisations are so so powerful if you find yourself resisting them, that could be a sign that there are things to shift, that there are blocks in the way. If you find them difficult to do, just relax, just let go, just follow my voice. Even if your mind wanders, that's fine, it's still working. Even if you fall asleep, as long as it's safe, that's fine, it's still working and yeah enjoy it and i will see you on the other side of the visualization okay so sitting somewhere where you're nice and comfy where you won't be disturbed and it helps to close your eyes go within and it helps to place your attention on your third eye the space between your eyebrows and breathe in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. And I want you to bring to mind now somebody, a relationship that feels like it's disconnected. It feels like there's an issue there. It feels like it could do with more love. And imagine now, instead of wanting that other person to change, instead of wanting your life to change, you decide to go within and look at what might need changing within you. And keep breathing in through your nose, and just let go. Let the exhale just fall away. And look within you now at your whole life. On a scale of not to 10, rate yourself with 10 being loads of love and zero being hardly any, how much love do you bring to every day? How much joy do you bring to every day? How much happiness do you bring to every day? And I say, how much do you bring? Because we have to take the love the joy and the happiness with us. If it's not there, it's because we're not putting it there. So imagine now a situation in your life where it could do with some more love, joy and happiness. Pick a relationship, pick a situation an experience that could do with a blast of love, joy and happiness. And instead of being triggered by what goes on, instead of being at the effect of somebody else or something else, I want you to imagine that you walk into that situation you walk into that zoom room, you walk into that room, that meeting, that situation, that house, you have a conversation with that person and you bring the love, the joy and the happiness with you. It's almost like You're living in your own bubble. You could call this your aura. And wherever you go, you take this aura with you. So if it's filled with doubt and fear and confusion, if it's filled with condemnation, complaining and criticism, this is what you give out. This is what you bring. And in any moment, it can feel super hard to change. But even if we can just get to 1%, even if it's from a zero to a one, and we're feeling no love, joy, and happiness at the minute, and we turn the dial up to a one, then that is super powerful. Don't just think because you can't give a 10 out of 10 that this won't work. We are helped massively when we go in with intention. So imagine you were a naught out of 10. That's absolutely fine. So many people are. And now you think, you know what, next time I'm in that situation, I'm going to take a one out of 10. I'm going to go in there with more love, more joy, more happiness than I can imagine right now. And you go in there and you decide to create new. And then imagine going into a different situation. One that normally triggers you. And this time you're a 2 out of 10. And when you start to tap into this love, joy, and happiness within you, it's like a trickle at first from a tap, and then it gradually becomes more and more, and the flow gets bigger and faster. There is so much love inside of your heart that it can heal the entire world. But let's start by healing you and your life. We almost wait for the day that somebody comes along to save us and change everything. But we have been sent here. We are here to make that change. So imagine now another situation that normally triggers you. And this time you go in at a four out of 10. Love, joy and happiness is flowing from you. Imagine it making a difference in the room. Imagine other people feeling your vibe and feeding off it. They are uplifted too. You see the powerful effect you can have on a room, on a person, on a situation. you're becoming addicted to this feeling instead. Now imagine turning up the dial to a 10 out of 10. Imagine going into a room, a situation that normally triggers you, and this time you give 10 out of 10 as much love, joy and happiness as you can ever imagine giving. And it's flowing from your mind, from your heart, from your body. A situation that normally triggers you, you have diffused. You have brought good into that situation. You are that powerful that in any moment you can change what is going on. And the more you do this, it becomes a habit the longer you stay stuck in the thoughts of fear and limitation of what's not right of what somebody else is doing or not and the quicker you switch into your power it might not always mean that you should stay in that room. It might not always mean that the room suddenly transforms. But you feel differently. And you start to feel great inside of you. You almost become like a duck where people say things to you that would normally trigger you and it just falls off you. It's like water off a duck's back. It just falls away. And you stay grounded and rooted in your being so firm, so secure, knowing that you are doing the inner work and that the love, the joy and the happiness are right within you and they extend out from you into the world. From this day forward, promise yourself to always remember how powerful you are even if you only feel it a small percentage of the time. Even if you're at a 1 out of 10, remember that what we focus on expands and grows. Let's focus on us being a 1 out of 10, rather than not being a 10 out of 10 and watch that number increase. Watch situations transform. Watch your life transform. You have the power within you in any moment. Your breath is your anchor. It brings you back to the present moment. That's where all your power is. It switches your mind off from fight or flight. And it helps you to think clearly. And make a new decision. It helps you open your heart. It helps you to forgive and release and it helps you to think bigger. However small you feel you are, you are here with a purpose with more power and potential than you sometimes realize and give yourself credit for. And when you're ready, inhale as much love, as much feeling of love, joy and happiness as you can. Breathe into every cell. Exhale, release and let go. And now inhale this love, joy and happiness into your complete whole aura. Exhale, release and let go. And one more time, feel as much love, joy, and happiness within you, within every cell. Exhale, release, and let go. And when you're ready, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. Maybe move your neck, your body gently. Maybe do some neck rolls in both directions. Come back into your body, feel your feet on the floor or feel the chair underneath you. Come back to your breath. That was pretty deep. So make sure you are fully grounded and back in your body wiggle your fingers and your toes again, maybe give your body a gentle move, a gentle sway, a gentle shake, big inhale, exhale, release and when you're ready, open your eyes and just have a little look around you and just notice what you notice. Do you feel differently? Do things look a bit differently? And that is how powerful we are. That's why we are the priority. You are the priority in any relationship. Work on you first and everything else transforms that is the power. So I hope you have enjoyed this week's message. As always, let me know how you get on and you can reach me on social media all week. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram at laurajanehand or I am at laurajanehand.com. I can't wait to hear from you. See you again next week. Bye!